Hey everybody, it's Michael Martin. Thanks for being here. Today I want to talk about when there's a disconnect between the fundamentals and the technicals, right? So a couple of folks wrote in about, you know, how the market rally doesn't isn't really including everybody at the party. And a lot of names are still down 25-30% from their 52-week highs. This is a true true statement. Yet, you know, the index has come roaring back. A lot of names have come roaring back too. So is that a disconnect between fundamentals and technicals? Well, you know, I think you have to take it case by case and, you know, name by name. You know, Facebook said in a recent earnings report that the demand was soft, but apparently usage was high. So they kind of made it up and the stock was up. So, you know, go figure. Um, there was some talk about ExxonMobil because their dividend is whatever, 8.5% or more. And what was going to happen given low oil prices to their business? Were they going to be able to cut it or keep it, this and that? And they said they were going to freeze it. And so, you know, I think some pretty clever traders out there, and I'm certainly not the first person to speak about this, right? But for some of you might come from industries where you have really good knowledge about, like, the food business. And that can give you a trading edge for looking at that space. Some of you might have worked for oil companies and you know how that business works. Anything that you can find can become an edge if you look at it, you know, close enough. Um, not, not necessarily everything, but for those of you, again, who come from within a certain sector and you have beyond what the public can get to know, that can lead to an edge is what I should say. Then there's also stuff that you might know, you might be aware of that hasn't really been spoken about, hasn't hit the tape. And, you know, there's a few things out there that you don't see necessarily mentioned in the news because, you know, there's only so much time that you can see in the news and they probably have to focus on things that they deem, their editors, you know, is more important than the next. So you could look at Brazil's currency versus the dollar. You know, that thing is tanked. Uh, it's not really written about. Someone who knew currencies very, very well probably was in on that trade and what was happening in the country, right? You can look at folks who know, you know, again, if you come back to food and the meat plants and all of that, you could look at the disconnect between the fundamentals in what's going on there with feedlotters and the meatpacking plants that are closed, right? And the, the herds have to be culled, which creates a shortage, sends the price higher, right? And so you look at that and you compare it to mad cow. Well, mad cow hits the tape and you have to cull the herd, but cattle go down. So there are these instances where you can say, okay, well, it makes sense if I'm a hog farmer and I sadly have to cull the herd because the people are too sick because of COVID-19 to run the meatpacking plants. The demand staying equal if there's lower supply, prices have to go up. But why when we have mad cow hit the tape and the cattle are there, what happens to you know, those prices? Why do they go down? And I had that question too because I was in cattle and it was limit down against me when mad cow hit the tape because the same thing's gonna happen do they feel that people are going to stop eating meat because mad cow? 
Maybe that was the thought process. I don't know. Still don't have the answer for it. But nonetheless, it's a reality. Now, you can find out some good opportunities to trade when you can come across something and there is a bit of a disconnect, especially if the whole world hasn't come across it. It might give you an, an, a small daily, weekly, monthly edge because you've caught on to something that you think is going to happen before the crowd's caught on to it. And if you can get long or short, then everyone who comes into that trade after you, especially the institutions, have to pay you an admission ticket in and around that trade. And that's a good thing. So I think it's hard to study fundamentals because, you know, where's your source of information? You know, you're either getting it from the company or you're trying to look at like CFA-related information on income statements and balance sheets and this and that, which may or may not be inf uh, interesting because it's hard to trade off of that, right? It's hard to trade off of that. You could look at companies that were pretty solid. Maybe they didn't have debt. I remember when I was coming up, Microsoft was trading at 40 times earnings, and there were people who never wanted to own the security because they thought the P.E. multiple of 40 was too high for them to own. Now, that's a huge opportunity cost, but that's certainly one way of doing it, right? So you, you need to probably marry both of them. I think it's helpful to know, you know, fundamentals if you can. But I also know that um, the, the way of getting that information is hard, and subscribing to research reports or for stock tips or for chat rooms is not what I'm talking about. Those are not sources of fundamental information, right? So admittedly, it's difficult to get good fundamental information, but if you come from a spot where you understand that because of a former life or you have access to people who are in that space, you can kind of create for yourself a little bit of an edge that's worth looking at to see if you can evolve it a little bit further. Anyway, just my two cents. Um, if I can think of good sources of funda fundamental information, I'll be sure to mention it here. I'll also want to make sure I reach out to those folks ahead of time, just as a courtesy before I start dropping names. So what's the moral of the story? You might be able to isolate and find some good profitable opportunities for yourself when you can see fundamentals and technicals either converge or diverge, right? Especially if they're not in the widely spoken about through social media or in blogs or in mainstream media, you know, look for those opportunities. You might find yourself having a bit of a trading edge in that trade, in that sector, or using that as a process, right? So there's a couple ways to win right there. Thought that might help. See it every once in a while. Anyway, if you want a free copy of the audiobook version of the Inner Voice of Trading, go to martinchronicle.com. Go ahead and get it. And as always, I really appreciate you being here. See you next episode.